Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name is Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale and she is a sorceress from the province of Navalia. Hello, I'm Colin and I play Cuin de Greymont, a paladin from Farben in the province of Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Ogvar Shawfort, a goat herding, mushroom seeking ranger from Keswick. Secrets of the Silver City, it was Kewin who could not resist the tantalising treats on offer at Buck's Bakes and courteously cashed in, securing a somewhat savoury deal. Esther's decorum had still not improved as she continued to sourly snipe at our sorceress before taking her leave as a bubble bath beckoned. Sometimes, it seems, that alcohol is an appropriate go-to and as we last left, Laura had made up her mind that Esther's ideal date with destiny would be a non-negotiable gifting bottle of extremely fine wine. Meanwhile, the manhunt through the meadow for the mayor saw some research slide seriously sideways and the boys encountered a bit of bovine bother as things took a particularly peculiar turn in a way that nobody could have predicted. Episode 108 Utterly strange behaviour. You're off, Mark. Can you make your sense motive check, please? Oh, yeah, I've got that. Oh, God. What the... That's new sense. Okay. Please be good. Uh, it's going to be a seven all in, six plus one. Okay, no, you... Uh, I, I, um. Yeah. You you, you just see Cuban doing this, and you're just like, don't speak, cow. Cuban. Cuban's gonna lower his head, look up, charging smite, and and start. Yeah, but it doesn't work against non-evil creatures. That's his only viewpoint. And that's the only reason why he's using it. And uh, like, if you can picture steam being blown out of his nostrils, <laughs> and he's shaking his head. Oh dear. And raising it. Okay. So. And punching his muscles. Oh, I'll put him down. Steady. <laughs> the cow is flexing. <laughs> Steady. I, I can, I can fix this. I, and he will get out his book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, try to find the passage about cow-coloured mushrooms. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So it might take you a little while to find it. It is, you know, quite, quite a decent sized mm-hmm. book. Uh, but when you eventually find it, these are called mushrooms. Okay. Um, And the technical on this one, uh, they are perfectly safe to eat unless you fail a DC 13 constitution save, in which case you will turn into a cow for 2d10 minutes. 2d10? Is it 10 or 100 minutes then? No, 2d10. 2d10. I rolled rolled a 10 and you said 100. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, I can't read. Uh, so, no, wreck on that, sorry, 2d10, not 2d10 by 10. Uh, no, so 10 minutes. Oh. Human will be a cow for 10 minutes, sorry. That's far sorry. less worrying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why I thought 2d10 by 10. Sorry, I think I took the 2 and the 10 and just thought. I think the DM 10. got excited. I did, I got very excited. 
No, sorry, sorry, ten minutes. You are only a cow for ten minutes. Yeah, I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, is there anything, like, is there any, like, remedy in the book, or is, is that it just, like... It, that is it. That okay. is all there is. I mean, you see a couple of personal, like, kind of scribed notes from Portia, mm-hmm. um, documenting her experiences as a cow. Uh, basically. Oh. oh, so does it say whether she could understand other people, or was she <laughs> cow audible only? Um, there isn't anything there saying whether she could could commu- communicate with people. Okay. Um, you'd assume possibly, and you know, there are some quite experiment-looking kind of like you know proper like tables, and she's she's done proper like held conducted a proper experiment on this. Um, and you can see in like kind of her little experiment hypotheses. She was like she chose a remote location uh, where she did conduct the experiment on her own because she didn't want to be mistaken for a cow in someone's field. Um, so, so from from what she's written, it's implied that she undertook the experiment in an isolated environment. Okay. Um, but there were various things like you know buttercups actually taste lovely apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know apparently the optimal itching place for a cow is on the top of its rump. Um, Okay. She she's she's done a thorough inspection and trial and testing of this mushroom. Okay. So I'll go read all that and say, here look at the Qin cow and go, Qin. Um, I don't know if you can understand me. So um, if you can understand me, don't gore me. Qin. <laughs> Can Kevin understand him? You can understand him perfectly well. You have got your full mental faculties in place. You are just within the body of a cow. What's happened to his armour and everything? Oh, I was wondering, is it a cow like with two big swords on its back? <laughs> no, no. You can't see any of Kevin's equipment. You would assume... I mean, you you kind of think, oh, where's Kevin's stuff? And you look at the back of the notes, re- referencing Porsche's notes. And, you know, she said that you know all of her equipment and everything she's wearing... You know, Turned with into a cow with her. Okay. And then it was still still on her when she turned back. Well, Kevin's gonna lock a dog for, and he'll just go. And then sit down, lie down, and almost flop his head on the ground. Okay, that's good. Um, I haven't been caught by a cow, so I, you must you must be able to understand me. Um, from what I see, this this may only last for a few minutes, so it it's not a permanent thing. Kevin's gonna turn his head, and he's gonna angle himself so his head is facing away from Ogva. Yeah. Okay. Ogva would be so he's not looking at him. Yeah. He's going to raise his tail <laughs> and not defecate, but break wind. <laughs> methane. Okay. Hey, methane cloud. Um, Ogba, make me constitution save, please. Okay. <laughs> Kewin, how I'm bad fortitude. is your digestive system? <laughs> well... <laughs> Ooh, I did well. 18. Uh, 11 plus 7. Well, Kewin's had... You've got to remember that Kewin has had some beef today. Yeah. So, he's, uh, he's had beef, he's had uh, ale, he's had pastries. He's got the meat farts, basically. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> well, I do, as a ranger, I do have a, a, a plus one versus poisons. <laughs> Can I add that to my roll? <laughs> oh, uh. Oh, no. no. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it is eye watering. And it, you, you rock back on your heels slightly, uh, slightly old far, like, whoa, okay. Um, but surprisingly enough, you have smelt worse. <laughs> oh, that's bad, but oh, it's not, nothing compared to your socks. <laughs> 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 so <clears throat> at that now I've, I've managed to stomach that um, and he has presented uh, it, uh, the rear side to me uh, I, w- I will walk up the side and following the notes in the book 
the optimum place for a scratch is on the rump. So <laughs> just get on both hands as well. Get the, get the, just give him, a, give him a good scratch. Yeah, try, try and do something nice for him. Means he's a cow. Yeah, Kieran, it feels really good. Kieran will shiver <laughs> in pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. This, this podcast is going places that I never expected. Okay. And with that... I'm sure we get locked up for... D- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pleasuring a cow. <laughs> Where do I start with the intro to this? <laughs> okay. In a strand after dark. <laughs> late afternoon <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay and with that Elora back to you <laughs> as you walk back down the path heading away from the heading away from the vineyard which is on the same path as this field make me spot check please oh a spot check uh, that will be a 10 plus 5, that's a 15 in total. Okay, as you walk back down the track, you come past the carpenters, and you catch sight of something rather odd in the field. <laughs> and you can see, upon like kind of peering and focusing in, you can see what appears to be Ogvar scratching a cow. Okay, I'll Which, be- as you watch, very promptly, in a puff of smoke, <laughs> The cow disappears, and you see Kewin on all fours with Ogvar scratching his backside. I think Alora would momentarily stop, turn, look, take a few steps forward, stop, turn, and do a double take at this. Um, I think her jaw would probably drop open slightly. She would look at the bottle of reserve in her hand. Um, it is still sealed. Yeah, which is still sealed. And she would briefly think that perhaps she should have bought two. <laughs> at which point, she she quite literally is going to shake her head because I, I, I don't think she, she, she... She's not sure she wants to know. Um, she's naturally a curious person, but she's wondering whether her curiosity has reached a buffer point. Um, she's going to turn away, <laughs> and she's going to literally walk that bit quicker because she feels that she needs to talk to Esther. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to Kieran and Ogbine Field. You're back to your usual self, Kieran. It's, uh, it's good to see just one final like slap on the ass. <laughs> Good to have you back. Yeah. What was he playing? Hide and seek. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, uh, uh, right. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, that, that. Um. Yes. Good mushroom. Uh, it was very tasty, but. Uh, would I have one again? Mm. Uh, it'd be a good joke to play with somebody. Eh? Well, I was thinking actually, I think we should take some. Might be an idea. Yes, if we come against any uh, unsavoury characters, we might be able to uh, slip them some. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, always a little joke on people. Because obviously, if they've had a bit too, uh, to drink, their, their constitution mm-hmm. and that lot would be greatly impaired. Uh, who would you be... Uh, Insinuating to play a practical joke on. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, I'm not talking. You know, obviously the the practical joker of us is Alora, but uh, I'm not talking about her. I'm just talking about you know, if somebody was uh, annoying us and we uh, got them, say a bit tipsy and then dropped a bit of uh, a mushroom, their constitution would obviously be so we could see how it goes. Well, well I was thinking um, vampires are a lot scary, a lot less scary when they're cows. Yes, but uh, can you get one to eat a mushroom? <coughs> I don't know. Hmm. Ah, but it's got to hurt to take a few. Yes. 
at that odds I will gather up a couple of them not many not loads maybe two three yeah, well, yeah. If, there's, if there's that many there yeah I mean they are kind of dotted in random sprouts all over this pasture and now that you've kind of you've encountered one of these sprouts it's, it's like a you can see the cows are clearly eaten around them it is this kind of weird tuft of like conical tuft of grass and you can see like a couple of mushrooms nestled in the bottom the cows aren't eating them so they've just eaten around this, this left like a kind of tufty mm-hmm. patch so as you look across the field you can see more of these tufty patches um, so yeah you can easily pick up like two three and there are more. Hey, okay. mother, I just think, if I eat it, and I turn into a cow, what would happen if we gave it to a cow? I don't know. Well, I was thinking we actually haven't seen anybody else in the town so far, and there's quite a lot of cows here. That's it. <laughs> surely, surely, you know, I only, I was only changed for... You know, minutes. You know, not hours, sir. Well, that's true. Should we try and uh, uh, have a look at one of the cows? Okay, well, if you, you, you pick one, I, and uh, you see if a cow wants to eat it, but they, ha- they haven't eaten them yet. And you'd think if they wanted to eat them, they would, because they're, they're on the floor. Well, what I'll do is I'll put it, you know, break up a little bit in my hand with some grass and give it to the cow. Okay. We'll see what's what. Okay. <laughs> So, you're going to go up to a random cow and offer it a yeah. piece of like, grass-wrapped mushroom. Yep. Okay. So you find a cow. Uh, it's a brown cow. It's quite placid. Kind of gives a... As you, as you come up to it. Uh, chewing on some cud. It's got like a little date, like a little kind of buttercup hanging outside of its mouth. Uh, kind of your picturesque kind of Swiss cow, I guess. Um, how do you offer it this piece of grass wrapped mushroom? Uh, make me a. Make me. A, I don't know if to go for handle animal persuasion, to be honest. Be handle animal, I would have thought. I would have thought so, but I'm now questioning whether persuasion would be the way to go. Boom. Tell you what. You're trying to get the ha- you're not trying to get the animal to do something. You're trying to see if they're maybe persuasion check. Bluff, <laughs> bluff. <laughs> you see, that's another option which could be viable. Uh, well, or sleight of hand. I I don't know. There's oh, so many. Sleight of hand is actually because you are trying to convince it to eat something. Okay. Like you're trying to convince it it's something else, aren't you? What is your highest out of persuasion, sleight of? There isn't hand? a persuasion. No, there isn't, isn't there? No, that's uh, bluff. That five. Bluff, oh, sorry. So, what is your highest out of bluff, sleight of hand, handle animal? Uh, sleight of hand. Make a sleight of hand check then. That's a ten plus two, which is twelve. The cows are really intelligent. So, yeah, you managed to feed it the mushroom. Um. It's taken a very odd turn this episode, hasn't this it? This has taken an odd turn, I'll give it that. Join in Strad for a grim, dark adventure. And, and cows. poisoning cows, yes. <laughs> <coughs> Let's just get stranger and stranger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... You've got a curious mind, haven't you? <laughs> Curiosity killed the cow. <laughs> so, Ogvar, make me a d20 roll and add plus three. Uh, I rolled a three. Ah. <laughs> okay, as you watch, the, ch- the, the cow chews away. There is a puff of smoke. The cow standing in front of you is now black. Oh? It's changed colour. Yeah, I say, it's a, that's rather weird, isn't it? Well, it, it's still a cow. Oh, yes. Yes. And maybe a 2d10 roll human. So that's a uh, 6 yeah. and a 4. 4. That's 10 again. Okay, so as you stand there watching this cow, yeah, 10 minutes pass. And the cow, there is another puff of smoke, and the cow is now back to its normal brown. Oh, that's that's different. Yes. Uh, okay, I, I suppose we better stop playing about now. 
Yes, yes, I think we have, we may have more pressing matters to uh, attend to. <laughs> okay. I suppose we better go and see that fellow over there. <laughs> Has he been watching the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, has he noticed? Oh my god. <laughs> with, a, with a natural one, he did not notice you feeding this cow a pink puff of smoke, the cow changing colour. You stood there for ten minutes. A pink puff of smoke and the cow turning back. He has not noticed any of this. Uh, he's been quite happy uh, he's got a pitchfork and he's quite happily restacking a uh, pile of what looks to be like kind of um, hay hay kind of what's the like a hay stuff like a hay stuff it's like hay stuff but you know the cow they don't have good as hay do they it's, it's... oh cows eat hay yeah you know but they don't they don't feed from that do they, they just, like, oh like they silage just... silage that's what I'm good for yeah he's been like restacking what appears to be like a stack of silage uh, okay, uh, let's go over and talk to that fellow. He looks quite industrious. Yes, yes, sir. He's been very industrious for around the last ten minutes. He hasn't looked over once. Well, no wonder the cows got taken. It could have been taken in the daytime. There's observation like that. Well, that's, that's very true. Okay. <clears throat> so, you head on over to the farmhand. <laughs> Laura, let's head back to you quickly. <laughs> You're heading back up towards the inn, yeah? Yes. What are you going to do when you get to the inn? Right, she's, without hesitation, striding forwards, um, mulling things over, chewing the cud of her own type, in a way. Um, she's going to go in, <laughs> in, <laughs> in through the door. Um, she's... Um, uh, I would say if there was a second door, she'd use the udder one, but... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, she's going in through the door. She's briefly going to scan the tavern. Can she see? Can she see if Esther has stopped in at the bar at all? No, you can't see Esther in at the bar. Uh, however, you do remember that Mary told you the bath was out the back next to the stables. Right. She is going to then head out the back towards the stables. Okay. She's going to try and track Esther down. Yeah. So as you head round the back of the stables, you can clearly hear the sound of splashing water. And as you poke your head into what is the um, bathing facilities of the Heart and Half, uh, you can see that um, it's quite a cosy little room. Uh, you can see the pump which Mary mentioned, where the hot water is pumped up through the furnace. Uh, it stands over, kind of dangling over the, over this big kind of tin claw foot tub kind of thing um, and inside you can see uh, there have been candles being put up uh, and you can see Esther she's got her hair on top of her head piled up and pinned up uh, and she is up to her neck in steaming hot bath water and you can see there's a couple of rose petals scattered across the surface and some bubbles uh, and the one hand which she has outside the bath propped up on the edge, there is a large glass of red wine. Right. <laughs> Esther? <gasps> what do you es want? Esther, give, just give me that glass. What? Do you? Give, give, no, no, Esther, trust me, just give me the glass. No, fine, one second. And she downs it in one and then holds it back out to you. Waste some good wine. Right, she's going to take the, the glass off her and she's going to thrust this bottle of wine and a goblet and say, here, I bought you these. It's a peace offering. I don't like arguing with people. I'm having the strangest of days. Open the open the bottle. Just open the bottle. Oh, uh, uh, dearie, does it look like I have a corkscrew on me? Oh God! Esther gets her her knife off her side. She opens. Laura gets. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Laura gets her, her knife and uh, her dagger off well, the side. Did you eat then? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Laura gets her knife off her side. She gets the bottle. She opens up, the, slides off the cover of this... this. Yeah, I mean, you plate. open it up, you crack the lid off the yeah, box. Yeah, crack the lid off. Pop, yeah. the, pop the, the, the wax seal. Yeah, yeah. Get, get the cork out, whatever. Yeah. Uh, she's going to slosh them into this uh, wine glass. Put yeah. the wine glass down. She's going to slosh them into the goblet. I bought you a goblet to go with it. Here, try this. Esther, Is it good? Esther takes it, and she, she looks very bewildered at this point. Uh, she 
she looks at you and she's okay and she takes a sip mm, yes it's quite delectable um great it's yours she's gonna bend down pick up the wine glass that was esther's slosh a bit into there i'm sorry i think i need this she's gonna down some and then she's gonna say you won't believe what i have just witnessed oh um she's okay. not gonna she's not gonna wait for esther to answer <laughs> She's gonna. She's literally gonna just dump herself down. Was there a crate or something next to, or a uh, chair? Or yeah, something I mean, it? there's there's a crate. You can find right. She sits there. down on the crate, holding the bottle in one hand and the wine glass in the other, and she's gonna <laughs> say to Esther, "I've just come back from buying this because it was something special for you, and I'm sorry that I'm drinking your wine, but I feel that I need it because on my way back, I happened to look across the fields, and I jest not when I tell you that I saw Kewin." turn back from being a cow and Ogvar was giving him some kind of weird massage on the arse <laughs> and to be quite frank with you Esther I'm a little concerned <laughs> and before you ask no I am not going mad okay we'll leave that there <laughs> okay back with Kieran and Ogvar Do, do, do you take a recovery break here? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to get a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Give him some sort of weird massage. <laughs> Are we making fancy broke back mountain? can happen with just a roll <laughs> if I'd have rolled a 14 or a 15 none of this would have gone <laughs> but rolling not only did I roll badly I rolled a 1 <laughs> so it wasn't just a fail it was the ultimate fail <sighs> okay, so did we have any cows to put on the board? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you're already here. <laughs> That's an Behave. extra pudding I'm ordering. What <laughs> <laughs> often the Chinese? You want fried banana fritters, and you uh, can it, have them. Yep. And Actually, no, I've never had banana fritters. Until tonight. <laughs> pineapple fritters. Pineapple fritters. Nice. Yeah, pineapple fritters. Anyway, okay, so Kieran and Ogvar. You head over to the farmhand. Now that we've all recovered. Okay. Uh, Speak for yourself. Uh, I uh, do. I'll raise a hand and uh, wave him. Uh, hello there. Hello. Are you, are you, are you well? Hello. Yep, I'm well. How are you? Oh, like your accent. Aye. Um, well, uh, we're... We're uh, passing through town. We're, we're relatively new, uh, just today. Um, we are. We've been told the mayor is out here uh, looking for him. Do you know where he is? No, he's in fields. Is he in these fields with with, with the animals, or is he in in the other fields? No, back fields. Back fields, and they would be the, uh, the fields at the back. Go on to the vegetables in. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much for your time. And why am I talking like him now? Captain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Uncle Fellow, um, we hear that there's been um, some attacks on the uh, livestock. Yeah. Is it in these, any particular field or in their stables or wherever you put them at night? Yeah, this field. This field here, not that field there. Well, that field there as well, but mostly these fields, yeah. Oh, so it's mainly here? Yeah. Okay. Is there any general vicinity that it is, or just random? Yarp. Yarp? Yarp. Oh, okay. So, I'll, I'll, right. Is it just in one area? Yarp. So it is just random? 
three cows and they all died in field yarping. I see. I understand. And he'll look at Ogva and raise your eyebrows. Um, Yarp, so the field had like nod sage, like gives you this kind of sage, all-knowing nod. This piece of like wheat in his mouth. Yarp. Okay. But mainly, mainly in this field. But it has happened in the other field. But it's mainly in this field. Yarp. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Yarp. <laughs> <laughs> Should we um, maybe try and find the um, the bear? Yeah, I, I'd say that uh, you know if it's random areas, then it's no good looking point specific. Oh, hold on. Uh, when was the last attack? A couple of days ago. Was it in this field? Nope. Roughly where? Oh dear. Any points? Kind of in the other field over the way. Right. Yarp. Okay. Don't look after pigs or your cows. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Got okay. Bessie, Ermintrude, Delilah, Janice, Lila. Oh, I see. Jane. Yes. Okay. And he's pointing out all these individual cows, and the one you've just turned into a different colour was Janice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yarp. These my ladies. Yarp. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for the uh, splendid information, uh, and we'll uh, we'll just uh, head over and uh, have a quick specky where the pigs are, just to see if there's any tracks or anything, uh, and then we'll probably go and see. That. So you take care and uh, don't work too hard. You're going to kill shit. Oh, I have been. Believe me. <laughs> so, uh, as they start walking away, yep. uh, he's going to quietly say to him, uh, well, that was uh, full of information. Um, apparently the last one was a pig, so we're gonna have, do you want to have a look, see if there's any clues where the pig is, or just go straight to the mare? What do you think? Hmm. Um. I suppose it wouldn't hurt to uh, go have a look at the, uh, at the pig sty. Yes. Is it? <coughs> would the pig sty be roughly on the way back? So, I can buy the map for a sec. Donka. So, the field that you've just been in is this one down here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the field of the pigs in is literally across the main road on the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the mayor's assumingly in the fields at the back. He's in yeah. the arable. Backfields. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I, I suppose we could go uh, have a look at the, uh, the big sty and, well, it's only a short walk there, back uh, back to, uh, to where uh, Laura's gone back to, see uh, Esther, and we can always continue then to uh, we'll see uh, the, the top man. Yes. Cracking idea. Okay. So, um, we'll find the pigs. Okay, yes. Uh, I might mention something though. If you find a mushroom that's called Onkroom or Pig's Foot or whatever, I'm not tasting it. Okay, I suppose that's fair, but you're okay now. I'm okay now, yes, yes. It's a life experience not many other people can say they've had. That's true. That's true. Still don't want it, though. Okay. Not, unless, not until we've actually checked in your book. Okay. I'll, I'll um, amend it and make some notes later, possibly. Awesome. Okay. So, heading back to Laura <laughs> With Esther <clears throat> in the bathroom. Yeah, Laura's still sat on the crate. And she's staring at Esther, waiting for a response. Esther looks quite bewildered, quite clueless. Um, okay, dear. No, it's it's not. It's... No, it's not. Well, I, I mean, it is... Um, it's very strange. Well, I'm not going to say it's not, but I mean, strange things have happened. Well, at least you believe me. Seriously. 
<laughs> she, she just knows you. She's, she's just like, well, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Have more wine. She's going to top, top up the wine glasses. <laughs> she's just going to sit quietly, contemplatively, and, and, and just sip on the wine that she shared out between her and Esther. Esther sits there in the bath. Uh, and you can see her knees above the edge. She's obviously pulled her knees up. Um, she's she's got her knees above the edge, one hand with a wine glass, and she's just kind of sat there staring at you. She's a bit bewildered. Uh, I'm not having the best of days. Maybe you need to lie down, dearie. I think I might need to do that. Perhaps a nice country walk. I've seen far too much on, on my country walk already today. I don't think I want to see any more. Oh, well, um, I, I take up on Mary's offer and, and, and head up to bed then. Do you know what? I might do that. She hands Esther the bottle back, but she'll take the wine glass that she's got that was Esther's and she'll take that and the rest of the contents that's in it up to bed with her. Okay. It's, it's, I don't know what time it is. It'll be late afternoon. It's like late afternoon, yeah. Yeah, Esther's, yeah. She's Esther's sat in the bath, just kind of knees up, just watching you go as you just walk out the door. And she, she, she kind of leans forward and follows you. She, just looking highly concerned uh, <laughs> before she kind of relaxes back, downs the, downs the glass of wine, and um, just relaxes back into the bath. <laughs> yeah, Laura's just going. She's literally going to go up and find... I suppose she'd go to the bar and ask where the rooms are. Yeah, Mary readily gives you a room key. Um, and says, you know, rooms upstairs. She's going to mutter, but politely, and disappear. Yeah, okay. Oh, she's going to check for Rowan. You're going to check for Rowan, yeah. Is it, yeah. Uh, you can't see Rowan inside the, inside right. the mead hall. She, at this point, she's given up caring. She's shrugging her shoulders, and yeah, she's, she's, going, she's going up for a lie down. Okay. Ogvarn Kimmin, you head over the fence, across the road, you see Uncle Al, sat by the guard post. He gives you, he gives you a fairly, oh, kind of thing. Uh, and then you head over the next fence into the field where the pigs are stored. Stored? Kept. Pig storage. Pig storage. Ikea. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Ikea has something for everything, didn't they? Pig storage. Okay. You shut up and go and drink your wine. I think I'll just go to bed. <laughs> okay, so you head over into this field. Uh, you can see that this kind of front part of the field where you've just headed over the fence, um, this is untouched ground. It is like grassy. It hasn't clearly had pigs haven't been on here because uh, obviously pigs are very destructive. So you head a bit further into the field and you can see kind of where it cur- where the field kind of curves with the palisade wall and heads up to kind of this more residential area. Pigs have been kept up there. So I think you're going to head over. Yeah, is there anyone in the field or is it just pigs? You cannot see anyone in the field. Well, uh, can or we like. Pig pen. I, I can't see anyone around here to, uh, to actually ask. Is it, hmm, should we look for. Um, should we look for. any evidence of. the attack? Any foul play, yes. Yes, it's, it's interesting. Uh, the pigs are by the residential area. I suppose they easier to give the uh, the waste to the yes. pigs that way. Yes, they did it. Because uh, one, one remembers uh, they can be quite destructive. Mm. I know the boars are on the estate. Okay, so you head over towards the pig pens. The pig pens are exactly as you imagine pig pens to be. They're muddy, they're dirty, the ground is trashed, and they stink. Uh, you can see that this, this is like a, a. These pig pens have been sectioned off. Clearly, there is some form of sectioning the pigs off into kind of smaller groups or, you know, pairs, etc. There doesn't appear. You can. You can see like um, a, one boar, but he's definitely sectioned away on his own. And you can see the fence has been really strengthened. Um, but yeah, you can see some juvenile pigs, not piglets, but juvenile pigs, and you can see some older sows. And yeah, they're they're kind of a mix of kind of these kind of hard, bristly, kind of like Iron Age pigs, and then some kind of more pink fat pigs. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the pens look quite solid, and you can actually see there, people have been checking things like, you know, their, their kitchen waste, like potato peel, or, you know, rotten cabbage leaves. Everything which people don't eat, they chuck in there just as extra food for the pigs. It's a bit fragrant, isn't it? Well, yes, it's, um, it's how life tend to be. Right, no, no, no. I know you're a great tracker. And I know your skills are sublime, but do you think you'd be able to track anything in that mess? Well, I could certainly give it a go, but what do you want me to to track exactly? Well, just, win? just have a, we, we need to see if there are any clues. But Oh, I see. Let's see if there's any other tracks uh, other than... Um, pigs. Pigs, yes, yes, quite. Yes, I suppose I could. Do you want me to give you a hand? Well, yes, four eyes are better than two. Okay. Are there any tracks of any sort okay. anywhere in the field? So, you take a look around the area. You, you obviously, you use pigs. It's it's an absolute mire, and these pigs can't sleep many through it. Finding any discernible tracks is going to be really nigh on impossible. However, you both can make me investigation checks. Uh, there isn't what's that. Yeah. Um, search. Gather information. That's a charisma-based one. So. Yeah. Sorry. Search. You can both make me search checks. <laughs> I could be no help. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, seven plus no eleven plus seven, which will be eighteen. Yeah. Uh, Kewin gets 12 plus 0, <laughs> which is 12. Okay, so you take a bit of a poke around the pig pens. It is mucky, it is slippery. I mean, you, you both lose your footings, footing a couple of times. Um, these pigs are very insistent. You, you know, you, you occasionally take a couple of steps into one of the pens to take a look around, and you know, these pigs are trying to get you off your feet. They are, you know, they're insistent creatures, and, and they want food, and they think you've got it. Or they think you're food, either way. Um... But taking a look around, I mean, Kieran, you're able to find um, a couple of what looks to be like kind of broken fence panels. They look relatively fresh. Um, and they're not particularly strong panels either. They look like just flimsy panels, just with fresh breaks. Uh, however, Ogfar, you were able to find in one of the middle pens, you find what appears to be, in the, I mean, it's in the corner, clearly just kind of in the corner. It's been missed, it's been. Um, you know, it has to be picked up on a what appears to be a pig's foot, pig's trotter. Okay. However, it is completely dehydrated. Okay. Almost like it's almost like a husk. Okay. Um, it is completely dehydrated. So Ogvar will uh, pick it up. Yep. yep. You, pick, you pick it up uh, and examine it. And uh, uh, Gwyn, um I don't know what you found, but um, I found this. It's um, well, it's it's what remains of the pig, I think. It's it's uh, as uh, as Mary told us. What happened to the cow? This one's it's, uh, it's completely dried out. It's all look at that, and he like just like bang it on the wall. <laughs> so, yeah. all, all the all the the goodness has been taken out of it. Yes, I, I found a few uh, bits and pieces of broken panel. Oh, I see. It doesn't look like so. If we have a quick, quick spec, I mean that is not right. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not normal. Oh, no, no. It's almost mummified. You know, all the juices have been sucked out or something. So, if we have a look to uh, see where there's a brand new panel placed somewhere. We know roughly where the uh, the entry point. The entry point was. Mm, yes. Okay, so uh, we're getting a bit of a picture here now. Yes. Ogfar. Yes. You also find while you are in the same corner where the pig's leg was found, you also find caught on a up on a, uh, a a rusted iron nail that stands proud. You can see. Or you find 
a small scrap a very very small scrap it's, it's less than a scrap and actually more of like a couple of fibers like a bunch of fibers of baby pink fabric okay you'd imagine it's been torn out of some clothing okay um so Ogvar will look at it on the nail and go oh, this is a this is a little out of place here come and look at this is a, whatever happened here some, someone's left um someone's clothing might have got caught or something there's some some pink fibers here that being lost right now might be off a of uh, someone's someone's garment or something not the kind of clothing you would wear to come into a pig style a bright pink like this no no that's rather rather odd <coughs> uh it might be an idea to look uh keep an eye out for people who wear pink mm, yes I uh, uh, you know, try and match the fibers mm. Oh, it's getting very, uh, very detailed here. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, if if it's a light pink or a dark pink, or if 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 they're say their 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 top is made out of silk, and this is obviously not silk, we can discount those, can't we? Well, yes, I suppose so. Yes, um, that's what I was uh, trying to get at. It's, it's very logical. Uh, I think we need to uh, I'll keep hold of this for now yes uh, maybe, well the, the fibre's not the, um, the pig's foot no no I'd imagine it, it uh, wouldn't smell very nice no no so um, we got a pig's foot and um, some some fibres pig fibres Yes, and if we look around, can we spot any newer panels? So you can see a couple of relatively new panels, um, i.e. they've been placed probably sometime within the last year, you'd say, to kind of bolster existing kind of penning. However, you can't see anything that looks like it's been put there brand new. Okay. These are, these are less of like a, you know, proper fence and more, uh, you know, scrap pieces of wood, scrap pieces of lumber, um, you know, some a bit of bit of metal, perhaps a uh, bit of bit of panelling. It, it's whatever. Just whatever scraps. Yeah, it is literally just scraps which have been put up and bolstered and, and kind of joined together to make a rough pen. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose that's about all we can do here, isn't it? Well, yes, I suppose so. Um... Where do you, want, where do you uh, think we should next do it? We've got to go past the uh, the inn to uh, to go find them there, so we can either wait wait in there for him and find out what uh, what Alora's been up to. Yes, well, I'll see if uh, Esther's okay. And, oh yes. Yeah. Last time I heard she was going for a bath. Oh yes, yes. I don't know about you, but uh, I don't want to disturb her if she's having a bath. No, be most rude. It'd be very rude. I mean, just bursting in on somebody who's having a bath is extremely rude. No matter what. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> from personal experience, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's um, let's have a, a little walk back to uh, to the inn. Then I think it's it's straight up the main road, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, so we're here. Uh, what? Uh, uh, I wonder what time it is. Uh, do you reckon the? Uh, do you want to have a look at the smithy on the way? It's only just over there. Oh, you could do yes. I See suppose. if we can do anything for our friend. Okay, sounds reasonable. Okay, so if we're gonna meander back and pop to see the smithy. Well, where do we start with this recap? The sudden and unexpected literal lurch into left field had everyone at the table tongue-tied to begin with. Kewin and Ogvar, on the other hand, embraced the situation and apparently each other. As the camera panned across, the ranger was doing a spot of 
rump rubbing, and it was quite the moving scene. But inevitably, as the effects of the mooshrooms wore off, Ogvar found himself caught with his hands grappling some of Avacyn's finest holy goods. Elora, having witnessed the weirdness on her way back from the winery, returned hurriedly to the heart and hearth, where she burst in on Esther in the bathhouse. She graciously gave her friend the gift and shared her confusion and concerns before taking Esther's advice and bumbled off to bed for a bit, hoping to clear her muddled mind. Far off in the fields, the men experiment with some newfound fungi before finding an unhelpful farmhand and a visit to the pig pen turned up an errant trotter and some pretty pink fibres that looked out of place. A lot has happened in this episode and it would appear that the team have got a lot to untangle. Join us in Stagwick next week for episode 109. Hey, you made it this far, so lend us your ears for a moment longer if you will. Firstly, we are most humbled that you are enjoying our yarn and the crew thank you from the bottom of their hearts for your patronage. Producing this podcast is incredibly hard work and as such, if you would like to support us, there are a few ways in which you could really make a difference. Sharing links to friends and family helps to spread the word so others like you can find us and in turn they too can enjoy the show. Equally helpful is leaving a five-star review on Spotify and any other streaming services, which will help us immensely. Or, if you feel you could go that extra mile and contribute a few coppers to keep our creative juices flowing, you can hop on over to our Buy Me A Coffee page or drop us an email. We would all be immensely grateful for your support in any form. Lastly, we invite you to visit our website, where you will find information on our campaign from backstories to settings. Join our Facebook group or follow us on Twitter. All the links are in our episode bios. Don't forget to smash the subscribe and download buttons so you never miss the next episode. See you all again next week, folks. <laughs>